whenever you're ready. To be or not to be. That is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against the sea of troubles, and, by opposing, end them. Okay, thank you. Who's next? Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm next. Okay, whenever you're ready. And do I go now? Just go for it, team. Okay. Come on. Okay. To be okay, or not to on. be. That is the question. Whether it is nobler, no, nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arm against the sea of troubles and by opposing end them? Not bad. Thank, thank you. We'll see who gets on the the callback list. Yeah, yeah, good, 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 good luck. Three days later. Yes, I got oh, him. Look, team, I got him. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Claudius. That's good. I mean, you get to, you know, kind of. It's not the same. It's not the same. What? You should be happy. I wanted to be Hamlet. It was my life dream. I've been working so long in the theater business. Now what's the point? Many months later. It is the poison cup. It is too late. I hope Liam drinks it. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Why does this have liquid in it? It's not supposed to, actually. uh, Oh, Oh, look at it. Now it's all corroded at the bottom. I don't even know what was in that, but now we have to start the entire scene over again, and we need a new chalice, because this clearly is not going to cut it. Someone get me a new chalice, please. Zoe, that seems to be perfect. Why'd you you have to ruin it? I'm I'm sorry, man. That chalice wasn't gonna cut it. What do you know about about theater stuff? hmm? It was gonna be a perfect scene. Oh, man, theater. What can I say about it? Spent four years in there. Oh, it was crazy. I'll say that much. Mirabal's like definitely a character. Mirabal? Mer- yeah, everyone complained about him, I remember. I don't know where he is now, but... Why Why are you in theater, Zoe? Um, well, for the first... The first year I joined, I joined it because I was like, wow, I actually really love theater. And then I kind of stayed for some times because I really enjoyed this sense of family that I got from it. And I complained a lot about it, but I think I actually secretly enjoyed it. Mm. So that's why I kept doing it. And what was your like favorite play in theater? Uh, the most fun one for me to be a part of was Puffs. That was mm. this past year. I don't know if you watched it. Was but... it the Harry Potter one? Yes, it was yeah, the Harry was Potter one. It was my definitely one of my favorites to be a part of because, I mean, it was really long, but it was also so much fun. Like, even during rehearsals, it wasn't that intense because you were just enjoying the content that you were creating. Mm-hmm. 
I I was in a in choir for like since like seventh grade to like tenth grade, and I left. But I remember, were you in um, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat at all? I actually wasn't. I think wasn't that a middle school choir? Yeah, it was show? like a middle school, but there was like a bunch of. I don't know if it was theater kind of involved, but I'm not sure. But I remember like a bunch of people there now that never really joined high school choir or um, or high school theater. But it was like my first, really my only play I ever did. And it was really fun because uh, there were a bunch of songs and there was so much rehearsal. And it was just in general fun. But I guess I haven't done any kind of theater acting in a long time. So I need to need to brush up on that if I ever want to become Hamlet. I did theater too <laughs> for two years. Two years? Uh-huh. Why'd well, you leave? I mean, longer from before that, but in high school for mm-hmm. the first two years. Mm-hmm. Why'd you leave? Man, there's just a lot that goes into a play, and I just when it came to like balancing coursework and balancing memorizing lines, it's kind of a lot on the brain. And I'm just, I'm not like Zoe, and I just, I can't, like, it's a lot to process to you, <laughs> and it creates a bit of mental strain sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. It truly does, wow. yeah. I, I guess I never thought of it that way. I know they have, like, super long rehearsals, but, oh, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense, because you can't really have a job or, you know, do a bunch of after-school stuff, especially when you have, um like the week before the performances start and you have like like eight hour performance like every eight hour rehearsals or something oh yeah Yeah, so we call that tech week that's how it's technically called but for us theater kids we call it hell week Mm -hmm. makes sense (laughs) because we're after school until maybe like 9 45 10 o'clock running the show and then doing makeup and costumes getting notes for it so that's all it's super long rehearsals Mm -hmm. and then on the days where you have an actual show like thursdays and fridays you're going to school starting it at eight o'clock 8 a.m and then finishing at 2 45 and then you would go to the theater and just stay there until you know your show is finished Mm -hmm. and you clean up the dressing room so it is exhausting. Yeah, it really seems that way. Liam, what, is, did, what did you do, Andy? Were you ever in any plays? I don't remember seeing you in any plays. Well, I think Zoe would remember all too well that I was a, a fairy in A Midsummer Night's Dream. I was a biker fairy. A biker fairy? What, yes. what is a biker fairy? So that year for Midsummer, we had some weird grungy type themes so the people who played a certain type of fairy that were called Oberon fairies they were like the dark ones they would have like biker look a biker look to them so we had leather jackets and yeah that sounds like colored makeup (laughs) yeah Liam looked real edgy he was a total ruffian in school I remember Uh, total uh, pimp leather jacket heartbreaker I used to call him Heartbreaker Liam <laughs> in the streets, breaking hearts. And I was also understudy for Lysander, one of the the lead roles. Wow. 
That's yeah, awesome. but I never got to like get on stage or anything. But thank God for that because I really didn't memorize too many of the lines. So <laughs> in the event that he got sick, I kind of would have been out of luck. Yeah, that, and then you would have put all the theater out of luck. We yeah, in the show. Very true. Um, so be be thankful that you were just a bike fairy. <laughs> yep. So well, you gotta <laughs> start from the bottom and work your way up. In the Yes, that is incredibly true, especially the way that Mirable casts some of the shows. So he doesn't just cast you by skill. Sometimes he'll give seniors, you know, like your higher ups a little more preference because they have A, more experience and B, he knows he can trust you with a certain role. Mm -hmm. So that is why my first good, like actually good roles happened in my senior year. So. Wow, that's pretty competitive. You have to work, re- yeah. You have to work incredibly hard if you're an underclassman and you want a good role. You have to like give it your all. You were in a piece of my heart, right? You. Yeah, that yes. was like probably the, the best one that I've seen. It was awesome. It was a lot of a lot of special oh, effects too. Yeah. They were pretty cool. Oh my goodness! It was. I would say between. That and Puffs, it was also one of my favorites, but it was definitely the hardest show I've ever had to be a part of. Like, just hardest in what Uh, sense? Oh, goodness. So, because it was the Vietnam era, we had to do a lot of research on the Vietnam War, so we would have guest speakers come in to talk about their experiences in the war, Mm -hmm. and then we also had... We had someone from the head of the JROTC program come in and teach us how to salute and march like military soldiers. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, We visited the American History Museum to look at the Vietnam exhibit for like inspiration on what to do for props and all that. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of researching with it to make it as authentic as possible. Mm And then the leads themselves had to go to a lot of extra rehearsals in order to get, like, one of the scenes. I don't know if you remember it. It was a therapy scene. Mm-hmm. Like the we group were all, therapy? Like, sitting in a semicircle. Yeah. yeah, that one. So he was, like, he was telling us, like, really dig deep with that one. And before every single rehearsal and every single show, we ran the lines for it because we couldn't mess that scene mm-hmm. up. So definitely a lot of work went into that one, but it was definitely it was also one of the most rewarding shows to be a part of because you could see how much everyone connected to the show, even and you know that your hard work wasn't all for nothing. Yeah, it was amazing. So it, it I really mm-hmm. liked it. I'm glad you liked yeah, it. It was <clears throat> there was like tons of blood. It was awesome. Tons of oh, emotional yeah. scenes and really just a lot of tons of commentary. I really didn't see plays and, and stuff like that before. I thought they were more like reenactments or, um, you know, musical or something like that. But that was kind of like my first kind of serious, but also, you know, historical, I think. I don't think I've ever seen like a historical play before. So it's... But you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was a good play. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yay! The only <laughs> serious role that I ever had was... Probably um, Horatio in Hamlet in um, 
Ooh, yeah. Textualized. You were good, Horatio. You were good, Horatio. Yeah, it was Hamlet's homie. Lucia's homie. Oh, goodness. What do you mean, Lucia. oh, goodness? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was definitely, like, really good that I felt like a very inferior stage <laughs> manager because there was no way to, like, direct her because she was so talented. Yeah, wow. she... She's a heavyweight, all right. She knows what she's doing. Is Lucia a pianist? Yes, she does. Sorry? Mm, I think she knows how to play piano, but she's more of a musical-slash-performing-arts person. Did she already graduate this year, or...? Yeah, well, she graduated uh, two years ago. Yeah, I know Lucia in choir. There was Lucia, and she used to always help out um, during our rehearsals. I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So she played the piano that every time. Like so her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Yeah. That that was her. I would assume because she. I know she knew how to play the piano. So so you put a lot of work into this during school, but what? How are you able to, to do anything? Like, do you do anything like this at home during COVID? Are you practicing for anything important coming up? Because they canceled the season, as far as you know, right? Yeah, so anything theater-like towards the end of the year, like the Cappies Gala, which I think we could have, you know, won a Cappie. Um, so that was all canceled. Our musical was canceled. So all that was kind of like, I got some time to relax, but then I decided that I really don't like relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so during Corona, I've been taking online classes. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's definitely a good way to use that um, that theater work ethic <laughs> to to get credits, yeah. make it cheaper. But what have you been doing to relax? Yeah, you know, I've... so much intense stuff in school. Um... You must do some pretty relaxed or pretty intense relaxation at home. Well, sometimes I read, but recently I have been playing on my Nintendo Switch. Ooh, taking on gaming. Gaming. Yes gaming Mm. i have someone that i've been talking to recently and he's like a hardcore gamer and so he'll throw all these gaming terms at me because i talk about something and and i stare at him like blankly i'm like i don't know what you're (laughs) saying so you're using it to just to relate to everyone because i feel like the the new cool thing at least was a new cool thing was animal crossing Oh, yeah, my younger sister has Yeah, that. I have no idea how that <laughs> game works, still. So. I, I don't have a Nintendo Switch, obviously. In my... Well, there's a lot of different games that you can play with the ni- Nintendo. Wow, <laughs> Nintendo Switch. So Animal Crossing is the type of game where, you know how, like, in Minecraft, you build stuff, mm-hmm. but you're also being attacked by mm-hmm. things? Mm-hmm. During In Animal Crossing, you're just kind of... Shit, there's nothing attacking you, and you're just building your village from the ground up and trying to pay off some sort of debt. Ah, uh, <laughs> the capitalism commentary. It's genius. Yes, yes. Mm. But that's not my cup of tea. I'm not, I'm not like that. So I got really into puzzle strategy games and also combat games. Uh, Liam, you're into the, the capitalist commentary games, right? Uh, no. Liam's socialist, so, you know. <laughs> you know how Liam I mean, is. would you consider Minecraft? 
like oh yeah we we did an episode with Ali and we talked about Minecraft and talked about his Minecraft girlfriend it was really is he why are you bringing that up on this podcast <laughs> it's a callback go watch the episode it's amazing but anyways I guess for me I kind of I don't have a Switch, so I, I can't really relate to all my friends that have Switches right now. So I've just been taking... I think you have been taking um, college classes at Nova. Um, that was really a lot of my... So for now, I've just been taking on a little bit of music stuff. Of course, doing this takes up a lot of my time. i got a bunch of um, university modules i got to do every day. So, yeah, watching movies with friends. That's really how I've been relaxing more now say we go in person do you take your switch with you to college 100% I'm probably not going to have the time to play it that much (laughs) but if I do I will be playing it and Liam what do you do for your recreational activities at home gaming wise (laughs) gaming wise um, I play Xbox Mm -hmm. you know um, I'm not too big of a Fortnite person I know that's on switch now um, I'm more like a oh my goodness. Call of Duty. You're a manly man. GTA. GTA. Yeah, Madden. Yeah. You're such a. When I first met you, you were. I think you told me you played GTA, and I was so surprised because you didn't seem like a guy that would at all play GTA because you were just so wholesome and kind and, and just reserved, right? <laughs> but you know, you got you got gunfire, you got prostitutes, you got drugs, all GTA stuff, right? So. I wonder what what void does that fill in your life, Liam? Well, I try to stay out of those things. I just kind of like to... <laughs> yeah, I believe you, Liam. <laughs> I like to yeah. blow stuff up and buy cars and, you know, and fly around. Yeah, blow stuff Kill up. my friends. Kill your friends? <laughs> yeah. You're a psychopath, Liam. <laughs> you, you you're just like a calm guy on the outside, but when you're a gamer, you're like absolute terrorist. You murder innocence. Can you even oh, tell yeah. the difference anymore, Liam? <laughs> Between the game and reality? I guess not. Can you, Chief? Well, no, I never played GT because I was loved as a child. So there was no reason for me to take out my wow. unkempt anger on innocent Whoa. civilians. Zoe, back me up here. Hmm? Back me up. He's like... What, you're gonna back up a psychopath, Liam? This is why I tried to murder you earlier by poisoning the chalice, okay? Wait, you did what? What? GTA is. Is that what the corrosion was on the chalice? GTA on, is. Um... Wait a second. Liam, how old were you when you started playing GTA? Um... Were you 18 when you started playing GTA? No. I'd say I was. Okay. Um, well, the ESRB rating for GTA 5 is mature I'd 17 say it was plus. Like 13. 13? Four years younger Leah. than the recommended Leah. age. That's illegal. You can't do that. Wait, is it. Is it illegal? Can you violate that thing? I don't know. Um, I mean, like, even if you did violate it, what would you do? I don't know. I mean, the feds should come after you because. Your brain is being manipulated by these drugs, violence, and foul language. Liam, you, 
we have no idea what, what you could turn out to be now because you've just been indoctrinated to the GTA violence. Oh my gosh, Liam, this totally explains why you were head of a company named Corey. That's true. Wow. This is connected, guys. <laughs> Shots fired. Liam's repressed <laughs> sexual violence that GTA implanted came through horny underwear. <laughs> this is it's a conspiracy now. I I totally I believe it now. Liam, I had to. So Liam is basically by day, nice guy Liam. By night, twisted psychopath Liam Gamer. Is that how you want to remember? What if UVA found out about the scandal? Did you tell UVA that you played GTA Five before you were seventeen? I I did not. Liam, this is this this episode's gonna it's gonna go on Spotify. It'll be public information. <laughs> what if they find this? You need to come out clean. Zoe, don't you think that Liam should make some kind of personal statement about this? If the feds come after him or the UVA Honor Council, I don't know why they would come after I would him definitely for this. Admit, this is but they did. UVA. Yeah, I it's high high standards, Liam. Not not for psychopaths. But what else did you do gaming, Liam? Other than prostitutes and, and drugs and GTA. Um, I don't know. I like Madden. Madden. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, I need my sports fix in the age of coronavirus. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, my brothers play um, FIFA all the time. I suck at you. I suck at all the, the, like, the, the games where you have to, like, maneuver players. It's just, there's too much to manage at once. It's, it's really difficult for me to bond with them now because I'm not as great of a gamer as them. So Zoe, what would you say is your favorite game on Switch? Because I don't play Ooh. Switch, so what would you recommend? Yeah. Uh, one that's very popular with everyone, including me, is Super oh, Smash yeah, Bros. Oh, yeah, so that's a classic. It is so much fun. So there's multiple different mm. modes you can play on. Um, and the storyline is there's a story crazy line? cool. So, yeah, well, if there's like uh-huh. an adventure mode to it. So it's called Spirits World of Light or something like that. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to free the captured mm-hmm. fighters who are the characters you can choose from. Those are the fighters. So you try to free them so that their likeness can't be used anymore by this I'll call it like a puppeteer mm-hmm. master like being so you try to free all them and so I had beaten the world of light portion of it so I defeated uh-huh. that puppet master dude and the next thing you know I thought I was finished turns out I was not and I think I only beat like <laughs> half of the game. But you defeated the Puppet no. <laughs> Master, so he's dead. I did I did defeat the Puppet Master, but then it was like darkness started oh. crawling across the land and then maybe, some other being maybe the puppet master that was also puppet, puppet Master. Yeah, maybe there's it's, he's just a puppet in of itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Well I actually know yeah, I had no idea that they even follow the storyline. Because I remember in like middle school, one time I went to video game club and in seventh grade, and I saw everyone's playing Smash, and I got absolutely destroyed. And I never saw any evidence of any story. It was just ruthlessness and 
a complete destruction. They had no mercy on me. And I never played it again. It was oh, super intense. Yeah, that's, that's one of the that's one of the modes, smash mode, where you can just like do a random mini game mm-hmm. with your friends and fight against them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kinda of ruthless too, but I'm not as yeah, good I, as other I players that, around um, the world. Don't they have like a super smash club at Lake Braddock? Yeah, and then they're like tournaments and stuff yeah. do there. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Especially like at lunch. Yeah. I see it all the time. Uh which we play Nintendo Switch and Super oh, Nintendo. I'm sure there's a club at UVA. Oh yeah, for sure. There's definitely a bunch of gaming that clubs. That is that is gonna be interesting. We should Liam. join it. Yeah, Liam, you should join too. Yeah. GTA I... Psychopaths Club. <laughs> that you should definitely work up yeah, you can do like a <laughs> Definitely not people play GTA there. You can definitely make a club for GTA stuff. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that I have a birthmark in the shape of a I smash don't think ball? Sh- you, Liam? Yeah. That's it actually kind of cool. cool. Maybe like, you're a I gamer. Think I just belong in the Smash Club. Yeah, but did you ever play Smash? On the Wii as a kid, yeah. Yeah, I, I played it a little bit after <laughs> um, I got destroyed. And and I just never got into it because I was always by myself. I never, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to destroy me because all my friends I knew had Smash. So if I had to practice against someone, they just destroy me. So I never got to be good at it. It's traumatizing. Uh-huh. But Zoe, uh, what else did you do after um, after school and during quarantine, other than gaming? Uh, well, I attended my classes regularly, but then I was also given the opportunity to apply to be a speech giver at graduation. The virtual ceremony thing? How did yes. that go? Um, it actually went pretty well. There were, like, maybe one to three rounds. I don't really remember. <laughs> if I walked through the process, I could remember. But you have to submit your initial mm-hmm. speech to them and then you would move on to a vocal audition and then if you if they liked you at the vocal audition then you were chosen right, and you were one of the three right yes it was definitely interesting to see that there were less people than <laughs> i thought there would be it's been really competitive what 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 did your speech talk about oh goodness what did i talk about uh i talked about how instead of focusing on the negatives of mm-hmm. Corona, how we could focus on the positives of it and what we've gained from it and how it's kind of like helped us all come together in a way. And then in the end, I was just kind of like, you know what, our senior year may have ended, but we can keep going and we should keep encouraging each other and towards our future. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. We definitely need the motivational stuff, especially at that time when Everything was mm-hmm. kind of crumbling. Um, did you have like uh, any weird experiences with them? Because I know the past two uh, other people that that did speeches, um, they did. They had some weird experiences, especially since the the camera quality was definitely subpar. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, it was interesting because well, Ryan went first, but then they were like. Oh wait, hold on. The camera's clicking in the background, so they did it again. And yeah, it was definitely weird that they decided to shoot it on an. Oh, iPhone. it was yeah. That's what they said. It said it was yeah, like an iPhone, iPhone six too. And like, they had like a cameraman like the day 
when we were doing like photos and stuff. Why aren't you just getting an actual cameraman for the species? I know. I don't. I don't know why. It was strange. And then I was also too short for the podium, so we just instead of having me kneel on a chair for that large podium, I was like, "Can we just use the music <laughs> stand?" So we used the music stand for me Aww. because I was too short for the podium. But it was okay. It ended up being all right. I did have to record it like maybe three times because I messed up the first oh. two, obviously. So yeah. Um, why did you not want the the podium? Um, it was more just like if I'm gonna be up there giving a speech, I don't want to be on an uncomfortable chair kneeling oh, that makes type sense thing. Then, I guess. Liam, did you apply for the speech giving? I did not. At that point, I was ready to move on, but, like, Everyone. at that point, I, you know, was in, I got into UVA, starting to meet people there, and I kind of, once classes ended, I kind of just forgot about, mm-hmm. you know, the senior year ending the way it did. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea about that speech delivery didn't even apply, but, um, yeah, it, I, I'm glad they chose people they did, though, because... Um, yeah, I'll talk about really important things, especially motivation-wise, about COVID, since things were pretty down at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Zoe, for delivering that speech. And, you know, we're kind of nearing on, like, 37 minutes, right, Liam? Mm-hmm. Keeping track. I think you need to get backstage, Zoe. Uh, it's probably true. People have been oh, living a new chalice. that's true. I think they found a new chalice. Yeah. Here, I need I to go get found one. something from my locker. I'll be back. Okay. And uh, okay, Liam, please. can you just like I'll just take the drink the chalice or something like that? I'm sorry. Like you know, remember when you drink the chalice as I pretend to poison yeah. you? Yeah, just like you know, for immersion for the for the audience, right? Wouldn't it be better if they actually saw like your your swallowing since you're you know you're actually supposed to be drinking something? Or um, yeah, no, I guess. Yeah, just like an immersion purposes. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it seems all good. Cool. I'll and, wait here. Yeah. All right. I'll be right back. But um, I've been Teve, and thank I've you been for listening to TLC. Wait, did Zoe say you've been Zoe? Oh, Zoe. I've been what? Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> That's, I did not give you specific instructions <laughs> to say that. Liam, say you've been Liam. I've been Liam. Do the thing. Da-da-da-da. Oh, oh okay.